What's up everyone, here we are again, another week, another podcast. We're now up to episode number six of the Justin Insight podcast, so they've been coming thick and fast, which I'm really happy about. Uh, as always, my name is Tim Backbeck. I'm a writer, I'm a lover of films, music and wrestling, but most importantly, I'm your body and vehicle through this podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, just want to say a massive thank you for all the feedback for the elimination chat episode that I did with Callan. Um shows that people are actually out there listening to it um, and actually into what, what we're doing. So I'm really thankful for that. So thanks again. Uh, as always, I'd like to start these uh, shows with a little rundown of what I've been up to over the past week. Uh, and mainly it's kind of consisted of going to a couple of gigs. So I went to see Touche Amore and Angel Dust in Brighton um, and the review will be up shortly on alreadyheard.com. So if you want to head over there and see my thoughts. Um I mainly went and saw Angel Dust for this show, but as always, Touche Amore are just incredible live, and it, it just seems now, like even after the the fourth album, they're just tighter than ever, and yeah, they were just pretty rad. Um, and then I went up to London, saw my best friend, and we went and saw the 10th anniversary show of Four Years Strong's uh, Rise or Die Trying album. It was a pretty cool show, but... Uh, me and my friend, we were saying on, on the way back, it was almost like they rushed through the record they were there to play um, just to kind of show off the the stuff at the end. It was it was a bit surreal, but all in all, it was it was a pretty cool show. Um, but the main highlight of my week, which if any of you follow me on any kind of social media platform, you'll already have seen this. But I got the opportunity to meet Double J, Jeff Jarrett, um, to talk all things. Impact Wrestling, uh, what the future holds for for the company, and well, it wouldn't give too much away, but the way that things are kind of shaping up and rumours spreading around, what what's going to kind of happen to that that company in general? Um, for me, it was obviously a massive thing being a, a huge wrestling fan. It was cool to to meet Jeff in person, and he was a really really nice guy. But yeah, um, you'll be able to read my my interview soon. Uh, with Double J uh, in an upcoming issue of the Steel Chair magazine. So again, just keep an eye out on, on all social medias and it'll be up there. Anyway, right, down to business for, for this week's podcast. And my guests are two members of the post-hardcore band from Wales slash Brighton slash Kent, uh, Rope. Uh, if you're not aware of Rope, uh, then they are incredible. Uh, they're probably one of my favourite UK bands at the moment. Uh, they just bring bring that something a little bit different. There's um There's been sort of... Uh, comparisons to bands like Self Defense Family, which you can kind of see in there, but every time I've seen them live, they've just absolutely killed it. So always a pleasure to see those guys. Um, Kai and Luke from the band were kind enough to have a little chat with me before the first show of their tour with Modern Rituals, which was in Southampton uh, a week or so ago. Um, we had to record it in Kai's car because there was nowhere quiet in the venue. So sorry if the sound quality is not the best, but had to deal with the cards that was given to me. But Anyway, I uh, hope you enjoy the little chat that I had with Kai and Luke uh, about Rope and everything they've got coming up in the future. Um, and I will see you on the other side. So I am currently joined by Kai and Luke, which are two thirds of the band Rope. Uh, we're sat in Kai's car because it's the only place we could find that was quiet outside the venue um we're is it first date with modern rituals it is our first date with modern rituals um i feel like i feel like uh i should say uh we're we're, we're half 
half. Oh, sorry, it was Lee as well, wasn't there? Lee, Lee definitely was, counted. He wouldn't let me get away without mentioning him. Like, right. he, I think that's a good place to be. start with, because I've seen you guys three times now, yeah. and never with Lee. Okay. So, okay. so <laughs> sick. So okay. he'll like, like that. What kind of what's his role in the band? Well, basically, like when I started doing the band, I had songs, and I sent Josh and Lee a message, being mm. like, "Let's let's record." Well, basically, me and Josh recorded them, just the two of us, and I overdubbed bass, and then I sent it to Lee, and he was like, "Yeah, let's do this." And he comes to the first practice, we teach him what bits of songs we've got and he goes on his phone and he's like oh Alex Truthseeker's gonna put us out like <laughs> in at like after being in first practice for an hour so it was really uh yeah asked Lee to do it and then he did it but he can't do anything because yeah. he's got a kid and like real life sort of stuff so is he second guitar I'm assuming no 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 no, no. so when Lee Lee plays bass and when Lee can't play, Luke plays. Okay, so, so you're, um, you're reserve. Well, yeah, well, no, that's how it kind of started. <laughs> and then when in. Luke can't play and Lee can play, we play with just Lee. Okay. And then when Lee and Luke can both play, uh, we play with a uh, second guitar and Luke plays second guitar. Okay, right. Yeah. I just so, have to remember, like, two sets worth of stuff yeah, for, yeah. for any given opportunity. So I'm gonna go kind of go a bit over old ground because obviously I met yourself, Kai, yeah. in Good Time Boys, yeah. and Luke back in Casa. Um, so how did obviously the progression from that become right? Because obviously I know you did obviously Hunger Artist yeah. in the interim, um, and Luke became a teacher. <laughs> so yeah, how how did everything kind of come about? Um, well, I start when. I, I hadn't spoken to Luke in a, sort of a year or so, or maybe even a bit more, um, and I just sent him a message being like, yo man, I'm living down in Kent now, because uh, I'm training to be a teacher. Sent him an email because I had deleted Facebook and that would have been my only way to get hold yeah. of him, not having his number. I sent him an email and he posted straight back like, oh, well, I'm training to be a teacher too, so let's hang out. So we hung out a bit and then decided that doing something musically would be cool and I also had this thing going on with Rope and so I was like why don't you start playing second guitar in Rope mm. and doing bass when Lee can't do it yeah. and it all just sort of kind of came from there didn't it like, yeah. Yeah. so obviously because I think the band was already formed before you kind of tagged yeah, in yeah, so they, yeah they'd recorded that first record even yeah. before I got involved and I really liked that record so. <laughs> yeah and kind of logistically, obviously, I thought you were still in Wales, but obviously you said you're no, now in Kent. I live, yeah, yeah. Luke, you're in Brighton. Yeah. Josh is in, still in Wales. In yeah. yeah. So, and where's where's Lee? Bridgend uh, still. Yeah, as well. So, how do you kind of get to do like practices, or well, is it a case of just as and when? We've got um, we've got basically a new record. Um, of which I think Lee has probably played with us maybe two or three songs. Mm. Um, what, like recorded or no? So I think we we wrote okay. yeah, like we demoed it not long ago. But me, Lee, and Josh recorded, like wrote and recorded three new songs in a practice, and then Luke, we sort of sent the songs to Luke, and he added like extra guitar bits and. Mm. We tend to practice in like fractions. Yeah. So like they'll practice in three piece, then we'll practice a three piece with me over in Brighton. Uh, 
a lot of kind of just trusting everyone remembers their parts <laughs> yeah. at the time kind of thing. So I, but I, it's worked I, out well so far. Yeah, I don't like, think that we'll be in the same room before... I don't think the four of us will be in the same room before we record. Okay. So what's going to happen So is, for, for, it's for the new record this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're recording uh, at the end of March with Lewis. Um, and we got to go in and play live. And we won't have been. In the <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Um, the plan is for me to go down and re- and and show jo- uh, show Lee this new stuff with Josh, practice with him, get him super tight. Luke's already pretty tight because he's been in charge of most of the demo and process, mm. so he knows all the songs pretty well. Yeah. And we've got like an email with just rec- various states of different songs. Yeah, yeah, of course. That we're all familiarising ourselves with, but it's like. We probably won't be together. Yeah, yeah. The four of us until the day we go in and get in a room and record. So. And Luke, from your kind of perspective, like as you said, you when when there is the four of you, you're doing second guitar, yeah. but obviously apart from doing bass. So is it weird for you, like when you are as a four, to kind of switch, or is it? Just yeah, become, I mean, I'm quite used to it. As been a reluctant bassist, bassist now for years. Oh yeah, cause you always, play bass in Casper, yeah, yeah, I was always a guitarist, and I was like, oh, I guess I'll play a bit of bass. <laughs> but I play bass now in more bands than I play guitar. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I'm kind of just settling into it a little bit. So <laughs> whenever, when we get to play, and I get to play bass, like I really, really enjoy it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I find the guitar so much smaller on me now. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I find that bit weird, but I, I enjoy the difference between. Yeah. Like, it keeps me on my toes. Have you and have you done any shows as as a four? Few. Yeah, maybe like kind of him, him, here. We did there. a show with uh, we did a tour with um, Human Future, and I was really uh, I was really happy about this. Uh, we played three shows, ev- all three shows with a different lineup. So oh, Luke okay. couldn't do the Luke couldn't do the London show, so we played it. No, Lee couldn't do the London show, so we played it just me, Luke, and Josh. Mm. All three of us could play the Bristol show, so we did it the four of us, and then. Luke went back after the Bristol show and there was a Cardiff show and we played just me, Lee and Josh. So for the three days, there were three different lineups. Yeah. So That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was fun. One thing that obviously kind of stands out with, with you guys, because obviously through sort of meeting friends in, in different bands, obviously everyone kind of comes together to support each other in different sort of music genres. But obviously, as I said, like Kai knew you from Good Time Boys, mm. which was kind of that's sort of more sort of uh, sort of like emotive hardcore sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Casa was like screamo punky sort of stuff. But obviously, Rope is completely different to either of those bands. Mm. And obviously, song length is quite a, a distinctive thing of, of your guys. <laughs> so when yeah. when you come to recording, is it just yeah. like you jam something out and then it progresses into a song, or yeah, does, yeah, yeah. does someone come up with an idea and it goes from there? Well, everything that we do, I kind of go being like I've got this bit and then I'll jam it with Josh and it turns into like the part of the song mm. but like there's loads of bits of the record that only now exist as the number of times that we play something for example like there's a bit in the first song of where where we just um, play a bit just an indiscriminate amount and I think every night every time we play it we play it differently <laughs> and, yeah. like, we kind of follow what's on the record but we kind of don't and like I think loads of the record actually showed us how many times to play stuff yeah yeah that kind of thing so we now like play to how the record is structured but 
before that we would never have said like let's play this 16 times yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. just sort of we play it until Josh does a specific fill and then we come <laughs> yeah. out of it again don't we you know yeah and like I mentioned before obviously you and Josh were doing Hunger Artist as well yeah, yeah. So it's, I think we've we've spoken about this before like probably the last time I saw you but was Rope basically an evolution of Hunger Artist yes yeah definitely um, at least three of the four songs on the of, of the six. Oh fuck hang <laughs> <laughs> on I'm going to turn this off can I call you later? Look at that. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> right. The beauty of an yeah, iPhone. Yeah, I know, isn't it? It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's still getting used to it. Um, yeah, um, at least half of that first rope record is songs that we'd written. Just me and Josh together, kind of assuming that it was going to be called Hunger Eyes. Maybe yeah. Because it's the best band name yeah, yeah. <laughs> that exists. And... Uh, I just wanted to be in a band that was called that. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, but then we were like, oh, well, it kind of has, like, all those heavy sort of connotations or whatever for the 17 people who heard Hunger Eyes yeah, before, yeah. so let's not use it. Um, so we decided that we were going to put, like, some of the songs that we'd written to be more Hunger Eyes stuff mm. into Rope. Um, the Perks of Being was going to be Hunger Artist. Um Ignatius was actually going to be on that good time on that new that, the good time boys album that we kind of started writing before i left oh, okay that being rain yeah yeah okay so like, that's pretty cool yeah there's like so i took that song to practice in good time boys and we sort of got like a small amount into fleshing it out into a song and then i left yeah and they never were like we're gonna use that song or yeah I yeah it's just like well, I'm just gonna. I'll just do that song on my own. Yeah, I yeah. I just wrote some lyrics to it. And That's pretty cool. Yeah, like um, I can't remember the question. mentioned when you kind of brought Lee into it yeah. and then just after the first practice was he truth seeker were kind of yeah. show, showing interest straight well, away not, not even showing interest straight away Lee literally uh, between songs like in practice still with his bass around his neck stood there on his iPhone having a fucking having a conversation on the internet and was just like oh Alex is going to put us out yeah. and I was like oh like Alex truth seeker and he was like yeah and he was like and I was like 
whoa, sweet. Yeah. Like, that was the first time he came and practiced with us. And ergo, the first time that we really did anything as a band, because up until that point, it had just been yeah. Josh playing in Josh's living room, you know? But so. we, like, because obviously the, the album obviously came out with Truth Seeker and everything. And, and I remember seeing, like, when it first came out, there was quite a, a push for it as mm. well. So was mm. that something that you consciously wanted to do, or is it just... The way that obviously Truth Seeker as a label like, wanted like to, a push to work. for the record, or? yeah, right. Well, no, like obviously when it came out, just like it, it kind of popped up everywhere and, okay. and things um, like that. Well, like I don't know. I think um, I think it's a very noticeable album album cover. Yeah. So like, I think lots of lots of what made me think that that was a good cover was just like I don't think that anyone will look at a piece of album art that looks like that and yeah, not yeah. remember that they have seen it mm. you know what I mean like I did, that's not why I chose that you know that's not why I thought it should be on the record it's just a sick photo <laughs> yeah. like if I saw a record that looks like that and it said like this sounds like and like it said like some of the bands that people say we sound like like Lungfish or Shellac or mm. whatever then fucking I would be like I'm gonna buy that yeah, hey, yeah that's a piece of cool and why not you know yeah, you, you yeah. see what I mean so. And another thing that obviously is kind of more f- for you, Kai, because obviously you've lived in Brighton and grew up in Cornwall, <laughs> but there's quite a lot of sort of emphasis on, on Welsh within the Oh, record. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so is that just you being a proud Welshman, or is it something that you wanted to do a little bit different? Well, Lee and Josh and myself are all, like, huge, huge rugby fans, mm. and that's probably our main expression of our national consciousness yeah. in Wales, you know, like um, and basically, there's loads of stuff that we wanted, that I thought would be cool to put on in terms of like Welsh rugby, about our culture, and there's a song on the record about, that's kind of about growing up in Wales with all the industry closing down mm. and stuff, and um, then when I suggested calling the record Pigs of Be- The Pigs of Ian, Lee was like, well, why don't we call it whatever the Welsh is for the yeah, yeah. Being? And that was what we did. So, yeah, yeah it was um, it was cool. But I think it's a really, like, I'm, I'm, I know that Luke feels the same about Cornwall. Like, it's a really important thing for me, anyway, to make the distinction between being from Wales and being from england or being from the united kingdom like i often get it when i'm like talking german to people and whatever and they call me in england and i'm like man i'm you know i'm not english yeah i always go to great pains to be like i'm from wales yeah if i'm in america they're like are you english and i'm like no i'm welsh like you know and i think luke would probably do the same with well it's weird with Cornwall, isn't it? Like, like kind of, but I mean, it is obviously with England, the forgotten like, with the forgotten ones. Well, because I went, Still. when was it? Like May last year, I went and hung out with like Mikey and that. Yeah, and his aunts. Yeah, yeah, and like, it is it's kind of a, a like a, not a country, but it's like a place within his own, isn't it? Like everyone's <coughs> so proud of being from Cornwall. Almost certainly, yeah, and. It's, it's kind of hard not to be. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's such a cool place to go, I've got to say. Uh, um, I've lost my train of thought. Oh, no, right, that's what I was going to ask. Obviously, I know you're a teacher. I've known you, I've, I've pretty much known you as a teacher for quite a few <laughs> years. But it's only recently I've actually realised that you're a teacher as well. I am, yeah. Um, so, kind of, obviously, 
because I've got friends that are teachers like mm. nearby as well. Um, what's how do you kind of work? Obviously, like a touring schedule around teaching because obviously I know that taking holidays obviously not exactly ideal. No, so we how do you work much it have half term. Yeah, <laughs> conveniently I have like two one one week off, two weeks off, one yeah, week, like, throughout the year, which is quite. Yeah. So is it, it literally? Well. Is it literally like if you've got a half term, you can yeah. fit a tour in? However, at, on this very <laughs> tour, at which we are at the start of, um, uh, Luke and I have different half terms. Oh, okay. And Thanks so Luke is, a, yeah. all that, all that stuff. So is this uh, because like one's an academy, or is it just have, just no, the way the things are done? It's a county thing. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm, I'm teaching West Sussex. So yeah, yeah. Have a different Kent, half term. So. To, oh, right. To okay. So um, Luke's only playing what today and tomorrow, and then Harry's playing bass for the rest of the week until next Saturday when Luke's going to come and do. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to play shows. four shows with <laughs> Harry. So. And do you? Because what what levels do you teach? Um, secondary to sixth form. And you just so I think both of us as well. Yeah, yeah secondary. So yeah. Do you have any like people that like know your band or have checked oh, out your yeah. band? If you look, if you look, right. This is fucking. Well, this is really funny. Um, and if any of them are listening, then, then <laughs> I'm really sorry that I swore. Um, if you look at some of the Good Time Boys videos that we recorded in the run, oh yeah, yeah underneath yeah. it says the guy in the black hoodie is my German teacher. No OMG. way. Oh yeah. And if you type my name into um into Google, uh, this isn't something that, you know, you do all the time, like, but someone was like, oh, you should find yourself on yeah, Break yeah, My yeah. Teacher, because they've all written all this hilarious stuff on there about you, and I was like, oh my god, you know, when yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I, I don't want to talk about, about <laughs> it really, because it's, it's strange. Because well, well, you're a music teacher, aren't you, Luke? Yeah. So, surely there's got to be some kind of, they've got to check out your music, if I don't know. I, I don't really. Come, I don't right. sing about it at school. I li- well, not literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, could they ask sometimes? But they must know that you're in a. Oh yeah. They, I, yeah, yeah. They see it and how tired I am mostly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. I, I tend not to mention it that much, really. No, that's um, no. I guess I don't know. I think one or two of them have picked up, yeah, and they I've might have in the background checked out. But so I've, would it be weird if they school, just turned yeah. up like wearing a rope t-shirt on like non-school yeah. uniform day sort of thing? Yeah, <laughs> it, it would be. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as you mentioned, you've kind of already started demoing the the new record and yeah. things. So mm. is it what is oh. there much of an evolution, or is it kind of piano in this one? Oh, is there? Yeah, yeah. Who's played piano? Um, me. Um, Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. what what's kind of obviously apart from the writing style, but is there anything different in lyrics or different musically wise? Um, I think lots of the lyrics kind of follow lots of the same, uh, you know, talk about similar sort of things. Um, I think musically, it's you know, got some stuff on it that it kind of doesn't really sound like what we've sounded like so far, Mm. but. I don't think anyone would expect from what our first record sounds like the sort of you know complete range of things that it sounds like yeah yeah I don't think anyone's like I don't think we've put ourselves in any box with that record you know yeah I I think with that record from the back of that record like we could go anywhere because there's loads of stuff on there yeah of course you know I mean like you can drill down into any of about seven or eight different cool sounds on that record Mm. and I think we've done a little bit of that and there's some new there's a song that sounds quite a lot like the Beatles okay yeah, yeah that'd be pretty yeah, cool a song that um, sounds like Nick a song that sounds loads like Nick Cave yeah oh, it's got this oh. well we jammed we demoed it 
for nine minutes. Yeah. Okay. And my hand cramped up so Jesus. bad. Because it's just this one repetitive bass. <laughs> four yeah. notes for nine dun, dun, minutes. Dun, dun, to the point dun, where my hand dun, dun, started spasming. Dun, 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 <laughs> and that's why we ended the song. Physically could not play it any longer. Um, so yeah, I look forward to recording that one. Brilliant. Um, and apart from obviously recording the new album, and this is kind of the first, I should say, first date with Modern Rituals, have you got any other touring plans or anything else for the rest uh, of the year? Hopefully going to Germany in um, April. We've got four slash five shows over eight days booked, and like, if I can get maybe another one along the way that sort of fits into the route in, then it's viable to go and have a couple of days off and yeah, just yeah. spend time in Europe. Eight days in Easter driving around Europe and yeah, yeah, yeah. flipping yeah. So we're gonna do that. Apart from that we have no real plans for summer yet. Um I'd really like to go to Europe on a sort of proper tour. I'd like to get to, you know, be able to play in Europe a bit more yeah, yeah. and done sort of dribs and drabs but um yeah have plans to do other cool touring stuff but I suppose we'll just see what happens because you know one thing that happens because 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 everyone's so friendly in the sort of you know circles that you move in yeah yeah like, lots of things get sort of said that kind of like uh, I, very I, I quickly, know that very, very quickly well. get get you get you you, you realize that they're pipe dreams that they're complete pipe dreams you know yeah. that it's just like oh why don't blah blah blah, blah. and if like if one tenth of the things that people say they're going to do in those scenarios were actually followed through on yeah, then yeah. we'd have a ridiculous well, fucking a ridiculous amount of stuff going on. It's like right? the band that I'm in. We were we were planned to go over to Europe in next month, mm. but just, like, the whole thing just ended up falling through just because, as you say, it's one of these pipe dream sort of things. Um, but no, I think that's pretty much a nice nice note to to end yeah, it on. Cool. So thank you very much, guys. Oh, and thank you for for you, Luke. Enjoy your two days and kind of <laughs> enjoy, enjoy enjoy the tour. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much. Cheers, Tim. So there you have it, another episode in the bag. Again, a massive thank you to Kai and Luke for taking the time out to have a little chat with me uh, right before they went on stage in Southampton. Uh, really interesting to hear about how those guys uh, make things work despite living in different parts of the UK um, and to their jobs as well, obviously Kai and Luke both being teachers. Uh, so if you're either of their students and you're listening to this, this episode of the podcast, uh, give them a shout out for just being awesome dudes. Uh, the guys have just been announced uh, to be playing uh, Dead Punk in Bristol on May the 6th. So if you're about the area, go check them out. Uh, and as always, you can keep up to date with them on various social media platforms. Uh, on Facebook is Facebook forward slash Rope Band UK. Instagram is The Band Rope. Uh, and Twitter is at The Band Rope. Uh, also, if you want to check the guys out, you can do that over at Bandcamp. It's thebandrope.bandcamp.com. Uh, as ever, you can get in touch with myself uh, over on Twitter at just underscore and underscore insight using the hashtag JAIPod uh, or email me at just underscore and underscore insight at hotmail.co.uk. Uh, next week, um, I guess it's going to be a little bit different than usual. Uh, so far, obviously, we've had bands and wrestling chats. 
I'm going to be speaking to the man who is behind Ritual Festival uh, in Leeds, Dan Vaughan. Uh, Dan's going to give us a lowdown on the festival and kind of his aspirations of where he wants to take it in the future. So, yeah, keep an eye out for that one next week. Uh, but for now, thanks again for listening to the Justin Insight podcast, and I will see you soon. Mm-hmm.